Hi everyone, thank you for downloading this brand new episode of Series 3 of the What The Fort Led podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some laughs and nonsense from us. Now before we get started, if you enjoy the show today, there's a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, wherever it is that you get your podcast, please subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, and leave us a review and a rating. It goes a long, long way to making our show more visible to other people who may enjoy it as well. Yeah, we're really active on social media, so you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info is in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. Now, if this is your first time listening, we have got a massive, massive back catalogue of shows available, including the entirety of Series 1 and Series 2. They're all free to listen to at your leisure. Some great episodes in there with some incredible guests, and we're really, really proud of them. So go on, check them out, and let us know what you think. Lastly, Rob is still on the fundraising grind on the way to Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. We've raised over 500 quid so far, and he'll be embarking on some more wacky challenges throughout the series to support him. So keep your eyes peeled, share the story, and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page, Link is on our social media in our bio. Any donations are gratefully received. Hey, I'm getting good at this, aren't I? Oh, gets better every time, mate. Hit the music! Are you alone, groupie, and are you enjoy your run? Back to take it easy, you're sure enough like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of fun, like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Upon us and ladies and gentlemen, welcome to series three, episode three of the What the What the They are fun again. Yeah, we haven't even started the we haven't even started the show yet. Jeez. Hang on. Hello. Hello, lads. That man. How are you, sir? You you back from Perth? I am I what a week I've had this week, lads. Oh my god. How was the yo-yo competition, first of all? I uh, I didn't actually, I did not finish. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that might have been the outcome. Uh, where are you this week, sir? In uh, Canes. Canes? Yes. Yes. Where the uh, film festival is. In France? Yes. In France. <laughs> That may be the one. <laughs> right, so, of course, you will have needed a passport to have got from Perth, Australia to or Canes, as you uh, put it. Uh, so I believe you'll have had to have stolen one of our lovely listeners' ID. So, Matt, why don't you hit us with a bit of a theme song? And here we go. So, take my ID. Take ID. Who's idea stolen this week's that man, John? Uh, this week I am Harry Likes to Run. Harry Likes to Run. Very good choice. Uh, I'm sure Harry will be very happy that you've stolen his idea. Um, so tell us about Canes, that man, John. What have you been up to? Well, where to start? So I arrived on Tuesday and I delivered 38 eggs from a ladybird. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha 
the uh, the eggs have just hatched and they've flown the nest. It was a beautiful sight. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Then oh, Jesus. Um, but I've been here before. I, I don't know if I ever told you. I've directed a few films and uh, <laughs> I am... <laughs> I am the ghostwriter for a couple of the uh, Star Wars one. I don't know if you will. <laughs> you ghostwrite Star Wars, did you? Help yeah. George Lucas out. Just a couple of them I did. Um, so, yeah, I thought maybe Harold had come here to look for me, but I can't find him here. He's ignoring his questions. Mm. Uh, yeah. uh, that, did you, did, which Star Wars films was it that you ghostwrite? Oh, uh, the third one and the fifth. Right. So, uh, Revenge of the Sith yeah. and Empire Strikes Back. I am, I am very impressed, that man, John, that you know those film names. You've really, really committed to that lie, haven't you? Um, <laughs> so, um, that man, John. So, uh, so what, what else are you up to this week in uh, in in, in camp? Oh, very excited! I've booked myself in to go and eat some fish stew. <laughs> <laughs> Is Cal famous for fish stew? Yes, so I heard. So I heard. So I'm very excited about that. I'm going to have some of that. Some of that as well. Okie dokie. Right. And uh, anything else in plan? How's the search? You, sorry, I did. I was too fixated on Star Wars because you know I love Star Wars. Uh, you did mention Harold. Has the search not gone too well for Harold? No. I've been asking around. Um, I asked the ladybird. That's when I noticed she was in labour. I asked some pastries. <laughs> Um, no sign. Still no sign. So, well, we crossed off. He's not in Durham. He's not in Ipswich. He's not in Perth. And now, he's, not, he's, he's not, in, not in the south of France. Yeah. Well, we believe that, John. You keep believing as well, sir. All right. Um, enjoy, uh, Can. Uh, the film festival's not on at the moment, is it? But you can uh, still, still get your fish stew and, and enjoy the sights. And uh, have a great time. Having a great time, and I'm sure we'll speak to you next week. All right. Yes, lads. Ta. Bye now. Bye, Samuel. Well, that was rude, wasn't it? I know. Interrupting you mid floor when we just ugh, can't take him nowhere, can we? Nope. Nope. Because he'll just run off with someone else's <laughs> identity, apparently. <laughs> uh, um... I will say con- congratulations to the ladybird bird, though, for having all their babies. Well done. <laughs> yeah, congratulations, Ladybird, that definitely exists. Uh, but he did interrupt me mid-flow, so I'm going to rewind. And I'm going to go and gonna say, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 3, Episode 3 of the What The Fartlet Podcast. My name's Rob. And I am Matthew. And we're doing another take because Jack left himself off mute and was rudely shuffling papers in the background <laughs> in take one to put me off. And I'm going to call him out because he's pissed me off. Uh, <laughs> so there we go. That's happening. Uh, apart from that, how are you, Matthew? Yes, all good, all good. Been carrying on with the uh, the training plan that we uh, we started last week. Um, well, you started the week before. I started last week, so I'm. That's just me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Enjoyed it, enjoying it. Good man. How good. about you? Yeah, yeah, good, good. Thanks, man. As, as you say, it feels weird asking each other how how each other's weeks have been, isn't it? When <laughs> we literally did a run together four hours ago and spent the whole run talking about how our weeks have been. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, for the tail of the tape, Matthew, uh, it's it's been fine, thank you. Yeah, doing the base build plan that you and I have been undertaking, mm-hmm. that's been up and down. Not as good this week as it was last week. I missed a run on Wednesday and then tried to catch up on Thursday. It was a hill rep run. 
didn't do very well in it. And then I found myself chasing runs. And yeah, I was going to do, do another run in my rest day to make up for it. And it was just a little bit all over the place. But I decided not to. I decided I've decided not to try and make up the miles. I've just took my rest day where I was meant to. And then, yeah, faced into this weekend. And apart from the fact that it's been really bloody busy with all the filming for the YouTube challenge, Matt, after the finish line stuff we've been doing um, yeah. and, and the general podcast stuff, uh, really good weekend for running. Did some fartleks on Saturday. Oh, fart? Jeez. Have you done them before? How did you nope. find them? No, nope, never done fartleks before <laughs> in my life for a guy who hosts and, the and the, and the Yeah, the show's called What the Fartlek. You've never done fartleks before in your life. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm barely a runner, if I'm completely honest. But, the, uh, yeah, no, they were good. I didn't really know what I was doing but I just went out with a plan of do a lap of the lake and mm-hmm. just run, run at things sprint at things have a little rest sprint at things have a little rest <laughs> sprint at things you, you weren't sprinting at random people were you <laughs> on occasion Matthew yes I was sprinting at random people so um, might be a restraining order coming in the post um, <laughs> but no that was good we went for a run yesterday as well didn't we so yeah. busy 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 but jolly good fun it was yes really busy working me to the bone uh, absolutely, mate. Yeah, we'll get me money's worth out of you. So, with that being said about getting me money's worth out of you, why don't you tell our lovely listeners what's coming up on the show today, Matthew? Uh, yeah, so we've got a chat first off with somebody that's been to a park run today, a junior park run. Uh, it's been mm. back, back today, Sunday. Miss yep. uh, Nick Finney, uh, aka Dirt Monkey on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, then we've got the chat with Anna Chaplin, Mate Matt Run Stuff. Good news stories and obviously the usual thank yous. Wonderful. Yeah, packed show. Loads of good, fun stuff to talk about. Really excited to talk about Parkrun, first of all. I mean, we were scrabbling around a little bit for something to talk about, weren't we, this week in the first segment. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've talked about Parkrun an awful lot. As exciting and amazing as it is to get kids back out into the wild, you know, out of the out of the cave dwellings of lockdown, I do think that me and you have back and forwarded about this probably in about three or four episodes. So I don't think people probably want to hear us wax lyrical about how much mm. we like Parkrun and how much benefit Parkrun has. But when uh, we found out that Nick had volunteered at Parkrun today, uh, we thought it'd be a really good opportunity to get his spin on it, what he thought of it in a post-COVID world. Mm. So we thought, well, why not? He's a good friend of the show. Let's let's get him on and, and have a bit of a chat with him. So Nick is with us. Nick, are you there, my friend? I am indeed. Good afternoon, chaps. How are we Hi, doing, Nick. sir? You all right? Very good. Very good indeed. Brilliant. So let's talk junior parkrun then. So uh, before we get into it, are you a not, are you a regular junior parkrun volunteer? I, I would say I am. Um, but the, the strange thing is our park run, which is Enfield Town Junior Park Run, we're just over a year old, but today was our only our third park of run. Awesome. Oh, awesome. So you started just before lockdown hit? Yes, yeah, we were it's it set up by a friend of mine, a guy called Steve Moss, um, who's a very good runner actually. And we did our test event first week of March. We we went live on the eighth and then we got one other week in on the on the fifteenth, and then that was it. The week mm. after we were in lockdown. So it was. Yeah, it was. It seems strange to uh, you know be a year old, but have done so few. Yeah. What? A, yeah. yeah. But I did a false start. But we're back now. Um, how did it go then, man? How did it feel doing it in a post-COVID world? It was. It went really, really well. Um, it was. I suppose it was quite strange having been out of the you know out of the swing of things for so long to suddenly have a gathering. Uh, yep. uh, there, there were stages where, where Steve, the, the race director, was it was a bit like Jesus because everyone was so spread out and he was just in the middle on a on a um, 
sort of little mini ladder trying to talk to everyone and he realized that he needed a microphone yeah. <laughs> or a loud hailer to get through to everyone but it, you know everyone that came along respected the rules they all stood apart the, the kids were fantastic um, the other thing was that i found really good was the other park users were very happy to see us really because when we when we did our last one on the 15th of march 2020 it was uh, there were a few niggles you know a few people saying we shouldn't be here and with hindsight you know maybe we shouldn't have been and, and it was a period where no one really knew what was going on the thing coming towards us and we didn't know what it was and everyone was quite frightened but it was it was great to be back today really good yeah, brilliant. And how about, so, so you talked about the kids, how about the volunteer team? How did you find adapting to it, you know, hand sanitizers and the, did, did you have extra barcode scanners in? Yes, yeah, I, I was doing the um, the timekeeping, but we had the yeah, barcode scanning. Everything is now done on the, the Park Run Volunteer app, which they've they've upgraded over the last year. And that worked really, really smoothly, went really well. Um the yeah, hand sanitizer, just distancing. We we had to move the start finish lines around a bit just to so that when they finished the, the original funnel sort of went into a narrow area. So we probably probably cut the course short by a fifty foot or something like that, but it just fanned out into a, a big green open space. But yeah, other than that, it, it wasn't really that much different, to be honest. Good to hear. Really yeah. good to hear, yeah really reassuring isn't it because let's face it as amazing as it is that we love to see that our kids get to go out and do part run really what every adult is thinking is how does this scale up how is this how are we going to make sure this is doable in june mm. yeah and that was the thing i suppose the start is is going to be the main area of concern when you go into the adult thing because we had 50 kids there today so it was fairly easy to to get them going but some of the the local runs to me you can have three four hundred people and i dread to think what it'd be like a bushy first i was gonna back. say yeah mm. at least yeah yeah mm. yeah maybe they need to, to emphasize that it's actually a run not a race and then people might not be crowded crowded at the start lines and stuff as much as they, they usually are maybe that's a, a difficult with adults in it yeah if difficult with adults we're competitive beasts by nature um <clears throat> But it's it's great though. It's it's great that it's back, and it's great to hear you had such a successful um, first week, Nick. I mean, have many of the junior park runs kind of in the vicinity of you opened up, or were you kind of a bit of a trendsetter? I, th I think we're one of few. Um, although we were allowed to go from this week, from what I've heard via Instagram, a lot of people are waiting another couple of weeks, or yeah. you know, not even considering starting at all. I, I suppose one of the the main differences today was the fact that we only had four to 10 year olds. So they, they'd stopped the 10 to 14 or 10 to 15s from, from getting in. Um, so Jack because... can't Sorry? So Jack can't go then, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think Jack would have started to play without our winner, uh, not winner, our first place girl. She's only 10 years old. She did it in eight minutes flat. And I... Wow. 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 You just, four minute some of these these kids and they are absolutely amazing the way they run and they're just so easy for them yeah and i'm thinking she's doing four minute climbing i can't do that yeah it's brilliant isn't it yeah really really awesome. I always always find that at junior park run just some yeah. of the kids, particularly the ones it's great to see all the little kids out having good fun but there's always like a little pack at the front where you're like man these take it more seriously than the grown-ups yeah um Brilliant, man. Amazing, Nick. Uh, really, really grateful for coming on having a bit of a chat. Hopefully it continues 
moving forward, positive directions as the country continues to unlock. I think our one in Sheffield is uh, starting next week, so I'm going to try and get myself down to volunteer there. Good news, isn't it? What do you reckon, Matt? Yeah, yeah. Good, good news all around. Like I said, it's just scaling it up. Like Nick said, scaling it up to the adults. Adults one. It's uh, it's good, lots of work to be done, I think, by everybody involved. Mm. But the the physical and mental health benefits are just astronomical. <laughs> so yeah, just being able to get out and uh, have a chat with them, other runners, like minded people. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Well, listen, Nick, thank you so much. We're not going to take up on it more of your afternoon, my friend. Uh, no Great seeing you back in that high vis vest, my friend, and uh, hopefully we'll, uh, we'll we'll carry on in the right direction moving forward. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. So then, Matt, while we're uh, finishing everything up uh, with Nick, I think well, we just it's not not much me and you talking this week, and that's that's a good thing, I reckon, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um. So shall we get straight over and have a chat with Anna Chaplin? Yes, let's do it. Yeah, really great conversation. Really great woman. Uh. Someone I've met personally, uh, really lighthearted. It's going to be one that I think you're just going to enjoy. If you're out on a trot at the minute, just prepare to just relax and not have to focus too much for the next 20 minutes, half an hour. It's a really good one. We think you're going to enjoy it. Shall we go and have a word with Anna? Yeah, let's go. Right then, guys, it's that time again to sit down and have a chat with another awesome member of our running community. And I'm super excited about this one because I'm sitting down with a real Insta running pal. She's a great runner, a multi-time marathon and ultra race finisher. She's the queen of the wheelie bin ice bath and the owner of the best doggo on the internet. Um, And hopefully she's going to be a fellow Berlin 2021 participant, which I'm sure we're going to get to through the course of this conversation. But I should probably start by introducing her. So today I am talking to Anna Chaplin. Anna, how are we doing today? Yeah, I'm good. Wow, what an introduction. There you go, there you go. It's 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 the one thing I prepare. Oh. <laughs> I am horrendously underprepared for these chats, but the one thing I will always prepare is a nice little a nice little pump-up intro for you, so oh. hope you liked it. Yeah, I'm going to have to, like, every time I turn up somewhere, I'm just going to have to get you to introduce me, like, into the room. <laughs> Yeah, just, 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 just take the recording of it round, and when you enter the room, just hit play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good, good. Thank you so much for taking time to talk to me. Super excited to get to get into it. Your running journey, some of the plans that you've got, all that good stuff. Uh, before we do though, how was uh, how's your weekend been? You just been out for a run this morning. I have, yes. So uh, went out this morning and did uh, an, an eighteen miler. Yeah. It was, uh, it's quite warm out there today, actually. It's deceiving. I'm glad I wore shorts and t-shirts and it was that kind of sweaty elbow, you know, in the crease kind of warm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Bit of a struggle towards the end. It became a bit of a mind, you know, the mind games. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. Solid 18 miles in the, in the bank. Good. I think it always is that kind of distance and the weather at the moment just doesn't, can't make its mind up, can it? It's hailing oh, one day, then cracking flags the next. I just can't get the dress attire right either. Either too hot or too cold. <laughs> always go for more layers because you can yeah, always shed so. layers, can't you? You can always <laughs> shed layers. Stripping your way round. Absolutely, absolutely. Right, so loads to get to today. Uh, but I'm sure you will know, as a friend of the show, that we always start these chats in the same place. Uh, can you tell me and all of our Fartlek family a little bit about how you first got into running? Yeah, so um, I was kind of on and off with a bit of running I, I, I did a few park runs but it was nothing ever um too too serious um and I 
applied for London Marathon and, and never never got in. Um, and then somebody at work said to me, "Oh, I'm doing uh, Brighton Marathon. Do you fancy fancy doing it?" And I thought, "Yeah, all right then." So that was back in April 2015. Trained for uh, Brighton Marathon. Just downloaded a, a plan off the internet, and um, that was it. That was my my road. Must the start of my journey to, to to running really fell in love with it so much um I kind of wanted to uh do another one see how how well I'd get on and then signed up for Milton Keynes a year later um and that's that's it and kind of looking back now I've done eight marathons in total wow. now wow so a, a, re- a real note to 60 then there was no kind of there was no building up to a marathon for <laughs> no. you no what was it that made you, what in your mindset was it that made you think, you know, oh, I'm not going to try a half marathon or I'm not going to try a, a, a 10 mile or a 15 mile race. I'm just going to go straight in and, and, and crack on with Brighton. I'm kind of a uh, yes kind of person. So I'll be like, yeah, I'll do that. And then I'll worry about it later. Mm. And not, I, I guess kind of not actually understanding and realizing the the effects of like how hard marathon training actually is yeah um I think you're kind of entering into the unknown um and you kind of underestimate that the distance of 26.2 miles um so yeah I just went full throttle and and then that's it really straight on I mean were you athletic when you were younger yeah, so I was at, at school. Um, I used to love doing like rounders and and, and running and um, yeah. So I and cross country I loved. Um, but then once I left school, that was it. I didn't really do anything. And then I became I was I was one of those uh, would join up to a gym. Um, I kind of just go walk, walk around, go on a bit of equipment, um, and then I'd, I'd go on holiday. And then that was it. it was, I, I probably wouldn't go back to the gym again you know pay monthly for it and don't use it (laughs) it's kind of on and off and I think that's what it that's this is what I love about running is you know if I didn't have running what would I actually be doing this is the one thing that's actually been consistent that I've actually started and I haven't stopped (laughs) yeah yeah you can really throw yourself into it and it can be that relationship can't it where it's it it can be as invasive or as or as sporadic as you want it to be really yeah yeah. yeah. So from school, basically, uh, so wasn't really, um, didn't really kind of do much exercise. Like I said, on and off at the gym, um, and yeah. So back in twenty fifteen, took my first marathon, and I'm thirty thirty seven. Yeah. <laughs> so wow. you know, there's a big gap of uh, just straight into it. I think as you get older in life, I think that's when you're kind of more in your prime. Your yeah, it, it, it is a bit of a common story, I think you tend to find, that we we, we lose our 20s from a fitness perspective. Yeah, <laughs> and then we wake up yeah. at 30 and think, I'd better start doing something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brilliant. So talk to me about, so Brighton happens, you signed up for Milton Keynes. Tell me about some early race memories then. So what were some of the highlights in those early years? Um, uh, and anything that stands out as, oh yeah, that one, that one, that one's going to be in the memory bank forever? Yeah, so obviously you're never gonna you're never gonna forget your first, are you? Your first marathon. Yep. Um crossing that finish line, you know, that's that's the one. Um it's that euphoric feeling of crossing that line and knowing that you've 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 bloody done it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think as well for, for for me is I wasn't actually on Instagram at that point. So I didn't have any 
pressures of time. I didn't know what, you know, that good time, there is no good time. I mean, 26.2 miles is 26.2 miles. But, you know, there's that whole sub four that everybody chases. I didn't know anything about that. So obviously everything was kind of quite chilled and laid back. Um, and I think that's, that's, that's what was great about Brighton for me first and just kind of no time pressures um I think a, a certainly a, a huge memorable one was my next one which was Milton Keynes it's close to home it's it's you know it's it's where I am um it's on your doorstep uh stadium finish you know you come the, the MK Don stadium you come into it you know you've got the crowds there um but also for for me um I trained so well for it and as you know, on the day, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You never know. And um, I was about halfway through and I started to feel like a niggle in my, in my foot. And um, I kind of carried on. I took a couple of painkillers. Um, and I got to, I think it must have been about, mm, about mile 16, 17. And I went to phone my other half and I was just like, can you come pick me up? Yeah. He didn't actually pick up his phone. Um, <laughs> and in some I ways... He, I bet he paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, in some ways I'm quite pleased because he would have come and picked me up and I'm glad he didn't because in the time that he didn't, I'd actually talked myself out of, like... I talked myself into kind of carrying on. So okay. um, I thought, no, come on. There's people waiting for you at the stadium. You've put all this training in. Come on, carry on. And... You know, in hindsight, that's a really stupid thing to have done because, you know, there are other races. I could have done long-term damage. Um, so I hobbled my way around. And at this point, then you start adapting how your, your running style is. And I'm sort of almost like skipping along. Mm. And the 20-mile marker is lit literally almost comes past my house. So that was so hard. <laughs> I had two friends who I'd sort of seen earlier on that I've mentioned about my foot. And... Um, they had painkillers on them and they had some like rock tape and everything. So they taped all my foot up. And I just, at that point I thought, oh, well, I'm going to gonna have to carry on now. Um, so I carried on and that stadium, honestly, all of a sudden the adrenaline kind of kicks in. My, my, my brother was kind of out on the road. He was like, come on, Anna, you know, there's people, you know, the crowd cheering you on. You get into that stadium and you just forget about everything. You know, I forgot about the pain in my foot and I'm kind of like hobbling along, going along cross that finish line and I just burst into tears mm. like I I've got this uh, a, a brilliant picture somebody had caught it and there's this marshal that kind of came over to me he's got his hand on my on my shoulder like asking if I'm all right on my face just says everything about um like how how I felt at that moment yeah. and it captured it so well but <clears throat> the, the the key thing for me about that particular marathon is when I'm struggling now, I draw strength from that marathon. Yeah. Um, so I know that I can, I can do things. I know I can, you know, if I look back in there and I think, if I can do that, I can do this. I was on crutches for two weeks after. I couldn't, two, three weeks, I couldn't bet any weight on my foot. And I was just like, oh, what do I do? You know, it, one thing that you've kind of fallen in love with is being taken away all of a sudden. Um, so the only thing to do to motivate you is you sign up for another marathon. <laughs> yes, and, and, hope, and hope it gets better sooner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the, the, the marathon was in the May and I, I signed up for Frankfurt Marathon that, that October in the same year. Um, and 
from that when I so obviously then I went into recovery and, and started doing everything I did for, for, for my my foot um and um yeah and then once the training for my uh marathon Frankfurt marathon started I that's when my Instagram journey started I, I started up to document my road to recovery and that's it I haven't looked kind of back since yeah it's a really good segue that actually because I think there's two two kind of points that you've called out during that last that last story one about just then social media and you know documenting you're covering all the positives but you also made a very interesting point about not being on social media previously and how that took away a lot of the pressures mm. I guess that that social media can bring so it is it is a double-edged sword isn't it how, mm. how have you find social media has um has played a part in your running journey uh it's played a huge part a huge huge part but I think you know when you first start out on Instagram you know it's 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 nice to all of a sudden you start finding the running community and you start following other other people and then and then people and then strangers start following you and you're thinking oh they want to start following me they want to view my journey and you start thinking oh, okay um and I think it must have been a good year perhaps um and when I started to kind of figure things out you know about you start seeing people posting about times and then that's when I started to hear about the um the six majors mm-hmm. and I was like oh that sounds like a great idea get to go on holiday and run a marathon you know there's mm-hmm. no better way to see a city than run 26 miles around it <laughs> yep yep um so then I thought okay I'm gonna start I think I'm going to start doing the, the, the six majors. So um, that's, I think, you know, if I hadn't have been on Instagram, I wouldn't necessarily have perhaps known about those sorts of things. And um, it's, yeah, it's just, it's just picking things up from other people really. Um, and like their journeys and, you know, over the past years, you know, you start to, you know, obviously meet, friends you know we've also met up didn't we yes um, yeah we did last last year um and uh yeah it's um it, it's such a great great community yeah it, 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 it and, and we hear that all the time and you're absolutely right in what you were saying early on that you know the pressures are there and, and it is real and, and you do have that kind of keeping up with the joneses mentality sometimes that you have to keep yourself in check for don't you yeah. you know and, and 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 remember that you're on your own journey and there are some pitfalls in that but for me the pros just completely outweigh the the dangers in the sense of this the the, the running community particularly on instagram i feel is just unlike any other just so supportive so inclusive um it's it's yeah it's brilliant yeah <clears throat> Uh, okay, excellent. A quick one then before we, before we move on to uh, to more recent events. How have you found the difference between running uh, a marathon in the UK compared to going abroad and doing it? Oh, um, so for for me in terms of like atmosphere, um, like it's it's just different, like how they run things, yeah. um, and also the crowds are, are, are different too. I mean uh chicago marathon like americans know how to cheer yeah i mean my goodness like it's just the enthusiasm and it was just 
Oh, I mean, it was just absolutely, I mean, I'm getting goosebumps just even like talking about mm. it. It's Chicago for me was, um, was amazing. And, and I've, I've run London as well. I've been very, I'm very, very lucky that I've um, been fortunate enough to run London Marathon. And, you know, the crowds in London are very, very good. The streets are obviously, you know, lined. And, um, but I think, you know, London is London. I think already that's an exciting mm-hmm. uh, race anyway. And just all the sights and everything, you know, London is the one that, every, you know, everyone wants to do. Um, but the crowds in Chicago were just immense. And, and, and even in, in, in Paris as well. Um, and even Frankfurt. Yeah. I mean, the ones going abroad, I think you got the excitement anyway. You know, you, you, I just remember thinking, oh, my, uh, my, my third marathon being Frankfurt. Just thinking I'm going international already. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've made it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going international. I'm flying to run a marathon. <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I, I, I agree. I, th- I think it's brilliant. I mean, I've done Paris as well, and it's, it's just a different world, isn't it? And it's like you said, it's a holiday at the same time, which you can get that little bit of extra excitement out of. So, tell me a little bit then. So, in 2019, your multi-time marathon finisher. Now you're, you're cooking on gas from a running perspective. But then you decide in 2019, like some of us do. Um, I say some of us, I don't and probably never will, uh, to step up to ultra running. Um, So how did that come about? And and tell us a little bit about your experiences of, uh, it was Race the Tower the first one you did, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So, you know, again, through through Instagram, I think early uh, the the year before, um, there was a couple of other people who I'd seen doing the uh, Threshold series, you know, the different race to the Mm -hmm. Tower King. Um, And um, I was like, hmm feel like I'm ready for another challenge taking it you know to taking it a step further I thought oh, do you know what I'm just going to um I'm just going to sign up so um I signed up to race to the tower as my first one and I also did it with somebody else who I've met through um through Instagram and we chatted like loads he he'd already done um a couple of ultras and I said oh do you fancy doing this with me so the, the two of us did it and um, I think for me I I would do an ultra any any day I mean mm-hmm. I much prefer um, ultra training to marathon training and I, what I'm looking forward to, to doing is once um, I've got my six majors out of the way once I've got my Boston qualifying time that's it I am going to be starting to do like all sorts of crazy sort of things. You know, I'd love to do yeah. Marathon de Sable, you know, and wow. all those yeah. kind of ultras. And um, yeah, it was, uh, it was good. I loved it so much. I've literally finished Race to the Tower um, and I had a friend who was doing Race to the King, and I, which was two weeks later. And I was like, um, I don't suppose you're uh, you're doing it with anyone, are you? She's like, no, 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 I'm doing it on my own. Um, do you fancy some company? <laughs> and I Wait, literally, yeah. So I after after I did that, I signed up to do Race to the King. So I did the I did another ultra two weeks uh, later. So I actually, where I'd only planned to do one, I thought, oh well, I've got the miles on my legs now. <laughs> yeah, might as well, one. might as well just carry on, aren't you? That's that's, that's a normal person reaction to <laughs> finishing an ultra. Like I said, sign up for it and worry about it later. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely brilliant. Um, okay, so how have um, how have you been through twenty twenty? How how's COVID impacted running journey? 
Um, it had a bit of a, a, a an impact at the beginning. Um, so my other half is classed as vulnerable. So I had to be really careful about leaving the house. He he didn't leave the house at all um and didn't even go out walking because he just didn't want to risk it uh we have got a dog so I had to um had to walk Franco but obviously because we were limited to only exercising you know uh once a once a day I had to kind of try and tie in walking Franco and running so fortunately Franco is my running buddy so it would just and, be a, and, case and a of, great running buddy at that right oh he's an he's an amazing running buddy yeah he's brilliant um so yeah so you know I wasn't able to, I didn't go out as much at the beginning um but it was it was good for me to obviously get out um I mean I felt sorry for you know it's hard for my other half who 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 couldn't leave so he was walking around the garden um we got a treadmill in the in the garage, so he was doing a lot of walking on there. But um, yeah, I think as as time picked up, because you know I run in groups as well. So um, from just all of a sudden going from um, running with people to to not, um, you know, literally just before lockdown, we were there was uh, I think it was ten of ten of us were out in Cyprus due to run a half marathon out there mm. um which had got cancelled um whilst we were out there and then literally we had got back on the wednesday and then we went into lockdown on the monday wow. so it was just kind of all from all, all to nothing i know everyone's kind of exactly exactly the same being through it all um but yeah so running was kind of a bit of a savior for me just kind of getting out it did become a bit of a alone sport um but that's not a bad thing because it just it you know um just learning to run on my own again and having that thought space and you know I had a few wobbles and I think it emotionally affected me thinking you know gosh it's a lot of pressure on me because I was shielding Damien um yeah. and you know if I was to to catch anything and pass it to him you know the the risk the you know the implications of it so trying to avoid um areas because a lot more people were exercising you yeah. know people started taking up running which is an amazing thing which is brilliant um obviously a lot more people going out and walking and and, and exercising so you know I had to really either kind of get up early and and kind of go to places and, and that you know like lakes we've got lots of lakes and um canals and rivers you know they're kind of hot spots for, for for people but um yeah we're hopefully kind of coming through the end of it now <laughs> so yes fingers crossed eh? fingers yeah. crossed and yeah. as we come out the end of it we obviously start making plans for real life yes one of which hopefully being berlin 2021 so the yeah. third Abbott Major. Third, is it? Chicago, London. Yes. This will be yep, the third. Yeah, London. Yep, Berlin. Yeah. Any, so, I mean, talk to me about Berlin, first of all, because I'm going to be there too. Cannot wait for it as long as it, go, as long as it goes ahead. Um, pretty exciting to get straight back into the real world with a Berlin marathon, eh? Oh, can't wait. It's... Um... It's going to be good, hopefully. Um, and yeah, like I... So a couple of years ago, some friends had, uh, they, they were running it and um, I went out and supported them. So 
the it was it was amazing and I was like oh god I really want to do Berlin um and yeah so going through charity and now I get to run it and hopefully mm. it will be my Boston qualifying so yeah yeah fingers crossed fingers crossed a- anything else planned for 2021 then any other big races coming up or or ideas I know you said that it was kind of get get the majors out of the way and then maybe start thinking about the more the more out there challenges um, so I've got race to the castle um, in June, mm-hmm. um, which it will be the which is a hundred kilometers. So that's going to be the furthest. That's going to be the longest I've ever ever run. Well, wait, run, run wait, walk. I, I, I got a minute. I, I, I as I run in Berlin too. I know when my training block starts, and I imagine your training. Block <laughs> I know the exact same time. <laughs> so are you telling me that you're coming out of a hundred k ultra straight into a marathon training block? Pretty, pretty much, yes. <laughs> there you go. I, I'm sleeping for three weeks before my marathon training. <laughs> I know there's not going to be much downtime before kind of getting back into it. But I th- um, I've, I've uh, spoken with my coach, and we've started like a a, a, ba- a base kind of now. So there's that fitness because with ultra training, it's there's not much speed work. It's kind of more, it's you know, it's more laid back, and it's just about time on feet. Um, so yeah so uh, things have sort of started now in preparation for for berlin to kind of get that fitness up there so it will um but yeah it's just kind of getting that downtime before starting again <laughs> non-stop isn't it but i think the, it reality, is non-stop. the reality uh, is that we've been locked down and it's been taken away from us for so long that you want to do these things now don't you simple as that yeah yeah um but yeah so then hopefully fingers crossed in december so this is the probably more more obscure races that i've signed Mm -hmm. up for um it's a rat race um yes in in florida wow so it's it's a city to see one and it is um sort of the top of my head so it's over two days and the first day is a hundred and five mile bike ride right and then the next day it's oh gosh i can't remember now off the top of my head um it is a 60 mile kayak right <laughs> yeah and then after that it's then a half marathon just to so finish just, just only a half to finish yeah <laughs> so you could, could say it's a it's a bit of a strange triathlon <laughs> But yeah. it's not, yeah. <laughs> just... Well, you know, no, you know what? I I like it. I mean, I don't like it. I'd never do it. It's far too far for me. But I hate swimming. So if you yeah. put me in a kayak rather than swimming, that sounds good to me. Oh, I would. I'd do that all day long. Then, um, yeah, then 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 go swimming. Definitely. That open sea swimming, where when you watch a triathlon, you just think, how do they have life? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if you think runners are a strange bunch, triathletes definitely take the biscuit. <laughs> um, brilliant. Okay, so that probably brings us nicely full circle. So if people want to give you a follow, you are uh, very present on Instagram. You're at Chasing Chaplin. That's right, isn't it? Yes, correct. Uh, who are you fundraising for? Remind me. I am fundraising for Parkinson's. For Parkinson's. Yep. Yeah. And that, I assume you've not started that yet. That's coming later in the year. Yeah, it'll come later in, it'll come later in the year. I haven't started anything yet. Yeah, no worries. People should keep, about keep, really. keep their eyes peeled for that. Yeah, I know. Um, we, we, we just started early with ours, just just to get it out of the way. Um, and then anyone else you wanted to mention, shout out, say hello to? Oh, gosh. 
just everyone on Instagram really that you know people the guys that follow me um and just everybody just present on Instagram I mean everyone just is just such an amazing community and just you know lift people up uh support people um you know just keep doing what you're doing um everyone's just great in this community I'm I'm not gonna you know there's so many amazing people out there I don't think I can call anyone particular out too many to name I agree too many to name yeah last last but not least let's just finish on something that we we talked about before we started recording that I have to loop around again so (laughs) Um, so I noticed that uh, in your bio that was sent across, and I've noticed a few minutes to come as well, that your name is spelt slightly differently to normal, um, A-N-A, as opposed to A-N-N-A. So being the consummate professional that I am, I made sure I asked, am I definitely pronouncing your name right? To which you told me a story about your name that I would now like you to recount to everybody else, please. So, yeah, so basically, um, when I was at school, a lot of people were able to, you know, shorten their names down. Yeah. Um, you know, like Emily would be like M or something like <laughs> that. And, well, Anna, you can't really, you can't really shorten Anna too much. Um, yeah. So I just shortened the spellings from i love it i love it yeah i'm being part of this and now i will be and i love that you've stuck with it 20 years later Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely yeah um i mean you know i have to be careful when friends and stuff book uh like any official kind of flights cool. or anything because on yeah. my passport it is a double n <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> brilliant i love it uh, right then i am going to let you get back to your sunday uh and recovering from your long run thank you so much for taking time to talk to me um i'm sure we're going to speak again in the very near future but i'm also looking forward to hopefully uh getting to berlin as well and yes. uh, we, we can grab a beer afterwards definitely absolutely but thanks very much for having me oh no thank you Chasing Chaplin. Lovely. Lovely lovely chat. So down to earth. So, yeah, I enjoyed that one. Yeah, for, for, for someone who has achieved quite a lot from a running perspective, mm. uh, she is very, very humble, is Anna. And owner of, frankly, the coolest dog on the internet. Franco's an absolute <laughs> beast, isn't he? Um, yes. So, yeah, really enjoyed that. Thank you very much, Anna, uh, for your company. It Time flew by. However, we've got something else to talk about, my fine four-foot friend. We have. Uh, I'll let you introduce it. It's the Make Mac Run Challenge. Challenge Matt. I like I like the American tone in the accent in Challenge Matt. I don't like, however, what is about to happen because... Yeah. Because who won? Who won, Rob? <sighs> you won. No, you should have drummed it up a bit better than that. Come on. Well, why would I drum it up better than that? You won. <laughs> yeah, that's right, Rob. I won. Yes. <laughs> there you go. See, it's not. I'm not your hype man. You can, you can drum up your own sense of excitement. So, uh, yes, anyone who has not yet had chance to see what happened in episode two of Challenge Matt, you can head over to YouTube or our Instagram page now, and you can watch the video, which, frankly, we're both very proud of. Matt got his editing skills, his editing chops wet. Um, how did you find doing all that, Matt? Yeah, I enjoyed it, mate, to be fair. I spent a few hours on uh, Saturday evening uh, editing it all up. Yeah, it was uh, enjoyable, tedious, but enjoyable, yeah. I, really think enjoyed you, it. I think you did a really good job, and I'll be honest, you did a great job as well. Uh, Matt took on his namesake, the other Matt Taylor, 
in a egg and spoon race, a beanbag race, and a 200 meter sprint. Yeah, um, enjoyed it. We, I think I enjoyed it. Fil- filming it all as well, getting it all set up and ready to, to, yeah, to do it all. It was even you enjoyed it. My daughter enjoyed it. Yeah, it good, really good fun. Yeah, it was great, wasn't it? Not such a good sport as well for getting involved in it. He was, he was. We did find out afterwards that you are much quicker than him over a 5k distance. Mm. Um, and bless him, the little trooper didn't say anything. I think <laughs> so he, he just took you on in races and just went for it. And to be fair, he ran you bloody close. It did, it did, yes. Yeah, it was quite, yeah, quite close all the way through, weren't it, really? Yeah. I'm glad it went. I'm glad it went to overtime, as you you put, put it as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that made it a bit, give it a bit more drama. Good fun, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Right, okay, but I lost. You did. What does that mean, Matt? It means that I get to choose a forfeit for you, don't I? It does. Can I choose the uh, United shirt one, please? No, that's not how it works. You know that's not how it works. Oh. Stop being cheeky. <laughs> Fair enough. So Fair go enough. on, I'm, I'm not getting involved in this segment. I'm You're not getting involved, are you? So you, you talk, Jack, you, yeah. you talk to him. And... Jack, would you want to, you want to come in, mate? I've got, a, I've got a, some pressing issues to attend to. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. So you've got any number from one to eleven, other than number four. Other than number four, let's uh, let's go for lucky number seven. Lucky number seven for. Uh, a lucky number, Cantonar number that's, for Rob. That's, that's my favourite number. Oh, that's why you've got <laughs> it. It's awful. It's going to be rubbish. It's going to. It could be your least favourite number after this, Rob. I'm genuinely opening it. See, this is when you're supposed to ruffle uh, things. Yeah. Here we go. Oh, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think it'll be good. Pie face. Yeah. <laughs> gets a pie face, Rob. Oh. <laughs> Can, can it be a steak pie? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Okay. At least it'll make for interesting television. Pie face. Yes. So. Oh, and you've got a beard as well. It all gets your smell it for oh, days. Yes. That is a good show. Jack. Jack. No, no one asked you. Go on well, mute. Oh, I just thought of it. Go on mute. Right. Your, your presence is no longer required. I mean, you can come off mute for me if you want, Jack, and just keep chipping in. <laughs> Shut up, both of you. Right, okay, pie face. So, pie face. Uh, kind of pie does it have to be? It'll be a cream pie, won't it? Cream pie, is that, is that it? That was what <laughs> well, I thought when I, when I wrote it. <laughs> what are you laughing for? <laughs> Move on now! <laughs> Horrible little man! It will not be that kind of cream pie. Like squirty cream, you dickhead. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Right. <sighs> so, what are you working next Saturday? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's not going to work like that. It's not going to work like that. It's not going to work like that. Well, it's going to be a surprise, isn't it? It's a surprise cream pie. That's not the rules. I made the rules. I wrote those pieces. I'm adapting the rules. So what? I've just got to be on guard for you to random <laughs> cream pie. <laughs> Yeah, might just knock on your door next week and you'll be like, open it door, just go, smash! Oh my god. You still have your takeaway as well. Oh, I do, don't I? Yeah, I do. I do. I'll tell you what, then, I'll hand you the takeaway and then smash you in the face with a pie. <laughs> Two for one. Uh, multitasking. All right, okay, so I have to be on guard 
waiting for you to pie face me. Oh, God. Right. Okay, so it's 1-1 in the main battle run challenge. You tied things up. Mm -hmm. But we've got another challenger. All right. Yeah, so should we go and hear... Are you ready to hear your latest challenge? Yeah. I'm ready Let's... to take them on. Let's load it up. Hello, Fartek family. My name is Manisha. You can find me on Instagram as Manisha Mabox. And I'm very excited to have been selected to take part in the Make Matt Run Challenge this series. My challenge to you, Matt, if you choose to accept it, is between the 15th to 20th April. I challenge you to see which of us can take the most selfies in front of the pub signs, mode signs win. Simple. I will post the pictures on my social media so everyone can see how I am getting on with the challenge. And I'm sure that Fartlek family will get behind me and help me to victory. What do you say, Matt? Challenge accepted or not? Is that okay, Matt? I'm really looking forward for that. Are you? So thank you to Manisha. Yes, thank challenge. you. What are you thinking, Matt? Mm, I'm, I'm thinking where all the pubs are around me. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm trying to plot it now. I'm trying to... Yeah. I hope she doesn't live in, like, central London or anything where there's pubs every five five yards. I'm not 100% where she lives, to be sure, where she lives, to be honest, but maybe. I don't know. So, yeah, so just to summarise, the challenge is simple. From Thursday, when the episode goes out, until the following Tuesday, you have to run past as many different pubs as possible. Every pub equals a point. Whoever has the most points wins. Fair enough. Fair you enough. with me? Yes. It's kind of tricky because I've we're doing this training plan as well, aren't we? Yeah. Most of my runs are only three miles. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the smugness. And you can't go off plan, can you? No, no. Jack will no. get very angry yeah, yeah. off plan. Yeah. Shaking his head. No, I can't. I wonder if I can drive somewhere. No, you're not. I knew you were going to say that. You're not driving to Randall. So basically what you're saying is whatever pubs is in a 1.5 mile radius of my house, that's it. I'm just, <laughs> that's Correct. all I can get. How many pubs are in a 1.5 mile radius of your house? About four. <laughs> <laughs> that's still quite a lot. No, it's, uh, not. I'm, no, it's not. I'm sure you will get creative as the week goes on, but that mm. is what's happening with the Make Mad! Challenge! Challenge, Matt. Happy? Yeah, yeah, yes. Something not less, something less strenuous this time around, yes. Yeah, this, this is push -ups. all We've had the, uh, the relays and all that sort of stuff, and now it's uh, something a bit more easy. I won't say easier, but... Endurance-based. Yeah. Drawn out, shall we say. Mm. Yeah. No, I like it. Right, okay. Uh, looking forward to see how both Manisha and yourself get on. Oh, come on, Manisha. Let's let's put him back in his place. Let's get the lead again and make sure he has to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, and I'm not going to go easy on you. Uh, next one I win after the, your horrible little rules that you put <laughs> up around the pie. Um, so let's just hope that something despicable comes out next time I win. Right then, have you got a good news story? Meet me, Matthew! Yes, I have. So on in, I saw this on Instagram. Um a chap called Lee Ryan, not not that real Lee Ryan, not the singer Blue. of Blue. No, no. Uh, a different different chap. He was going to try and break the world record uh, for the twenty four hours on a on a treadmill. Yeah, and the cu current record is two hundred sixty four point seven kilometers. So that's 
I think 534 per per kilometre he was attempting to run. Just trying to raise ten thousand dollars for Mind. Um, so we got so we got halfway through his challenge and he had to stop. Uh, he had a fifteen minute power nap, but he kept falling asleep. Um, his body started shutting down and all that sort of stuff. Um, he tried continuing afterwards, but then he he started having diarrhea and vomiting, uh, double vision and all that sort of stuff. Um, and he ended up calling it calling it quits at one hundred twenty five kilometers, and he pulled out. Wow. Um, but even even still, one hundred twenty five kilometers on a on a treadmill is not to be sniffed at. Um, no. But the moral of the story is is he had to quit, but it's still a great story. He still yeah. raised nearly ten thousand dollars for for Mind. Um, yeah, so Lee Ryan, well done uh, to you. Yeah, I agree, man. And I just I just want to say I definitely back you that we come on and we talk about some of these. Um, good news stories and, you know, these amazing things people accomplish. Sometimes it doesn't quite go right, but fair play to Lee Ryan for putting himself out there. Mm. What a ridiculously difficult thing to try and do, to try and fight through, to raise money for a very, very good cause. Um, yeah, man, Lee Ryan, you are, without doubt, win, lose or draw, our hero of the week, so we salute you. We do certainly salute you. What made it worse is his daughter made him a certificate of achievement to come home to, and that's kind of put a put a downer on on him as well. But don't don't be down don't be down, dude. Amazing achievement. Absolutely, we'll be back stronger. Hundred percent agree. Right then, Uh, not much more for us to talk through, Matt. Today it's felt like quite a nice, quick, succinct one this week. Um, Have we got any thank yous to say before we get out of here? Yeah, obviously, thank you to uh, Nick for coming on, uh, chatting about Parkrun. Um, thanks to Matt last week for, for his awesome challenge and, and being a jolly good sport. Manisha, thank you for you for that challenge. Uh, like, let's let's get it on. Come on, you're going down. Most <laughs> uh, counting words ever. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you to Graham Lindley for That's our the one. <laughs> Your music, yeah. Oh, it's all this work for YouTube, mate. You're burning me out. <laughs> candles, candles burning at both ends, my friend. And a chaplain, of course, I guess this week. Amazing, yes, definitely, definitely. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, who have we got on the show next week, buddy? Yeah, so on next week's show, we've got Amrit Gatora. We have got Amrit Gatora. Amrit is a diamond. You don't, if you don't know him. Go and give him a follow now. Uh, I think it's just Amrit Gator on Instagram. Check out his YouTube channel as well. Amrit, Matt, is a six-star finisher. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, man. I don't, yeah. I'm, not sure I fo- I'm not sure I follow him. I'm going to gonna have to start following him, aren't I? Six-star finisher. The yeah. dream. Yeah, absolutely the dream. And we talk all about it. He talks about oh. the entire journey from start to finish. Bit of a different vibe because we focus in on one topic a little bit more than the entire running journey. We do talk about his running journey, but we really go in hard on the six stars. So it's been such a big part of his life. And I tell you what, pretty bloody amazing uh, when he yeah. talks about it and, and the journey he's been on. So looking forward to chatting to Amrit. Yeah, um, that's yeah, oh, isn't it, isn't it just? Uh, but that's not all that's coming up. What about next week's, this week's even episode of After the Finish Line? Jack, are you on? Hello, I'm on. I'm back off mute. What have you got coming up on After the Finish Line airing this Saturday on YouTube? So I will be chatting with Karen, Positive Lassie, over on Instagram. Well, we'll be chatting on YouTube, but Positive Lassie is her name on Instagram. About this podcast, the chat with Anna, what she feels about it, and I'd also... 
ask her about how she feels about Statman John's crazy adventures because we all know we love a bit of Statman John, don't we? We do love a bit of Statman John. And I'll tell you what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to I'm going to ping you over some bonus quickfire questions from my chat with Anna so that um, if you've not got enough of Anna Chaplin, which I'm sure you want to hear more about, uh, you can learn a bit more on After the Finish Line with our good friend Jack Penfold. How did you mm-hmm. find the first week, Jack? I enjoyed it, actually. It was really nice with my fellow JP. He came on in his suit, which was uh, very nice, very pleasant, because obviously I had my velvet blazer on. And I think he agreed with me with the pizza thing. I messaged him after that pizza is definitely the best pre-race meal, in my opinion, over pasta any day. You really are getting bogged down in that, aren't you? Uh, I love pizza. You did did amazing, my friend. Thank Uh, you. Really good responses uh, on YouTube and on our social media. So uh, if you don't know, if you haven't checked it out, if you head over to What The Fart Like Podcast uh, 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 YouTube, Jack is on the hosting After The Finish Line, which is the companion show for this podcast. We talk all things What The Fart Like, and there's also some bonus footage from our chats every single week with our amazing inspirational guests. Well done, Jack. So, if you want to give us a follow on social media before we get out of here, you can find us. Just search What The Fart Like on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, our new brand new spanking new YouTube channel. If for some reason you want to give me a follow on Instagram, my I am at LittleRunnerBoyRob. Yeah, and I am at Matthews. And I'm at Jack Penfield Running. Oh, mate. Seamless. I'm so proud of Two you. Two weeks in a row now I've got that right. That was so I better good. not change it. I interrupted you last time as well, so this is the first week that it's felt really clean. Well done. Hostess with the Moses Junior. You are the hostess with the Moses Junior. And I'm very Holy Mers. I'm very proud of you. I won't go that far. Right, okay. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get out of here. May your runs be wonderful. Don't let lockdown get you down, man. It's going. It's going to be gone soon. Keep getting out to those races. Be excellent to each other. We love you. Peace.